And every day feels the same. It's like we're in the matrix. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It definitely feels like that. <laughs> <laughs> every day is just repetitive. Hello, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm all right. I don't know if you can see me. Probably not at the moment. Yeah. Who's that? Hilarious. Um, let me see if I can find. Okay, Yasha, do you want to stop? Oh no, because wait, you need, you need me to kind of do this. <laughs> let me be quick. Well, no, I mean I can kind of get into it. So basically, like okay, as cool. I said, um, today we're going to be talking about censorship. Um, Mary kind of brought it up before. It was looking into mainly about so have you seen recently with cardi b and her music so there's a video she's saying what wap yes wap she's saying wap <laughs> and then when her daughter ran in like she turned off the music oh, and she yeah, got so that. much backlash from it yeah i saw that backlash it, yeah like basically a lot of people were complaining that cardi b won't let her child listen to it but she'll let other children listen to her music Okay, I remember seeing that. Actually. And her argument was, which I think was a fair argument, is that she doesn't she doesn't make music for children. She makes music for yeah. adults. She's a very sexual person. So yeah. when it comes to music and children listening to it, she's not promoting it to them. So it's up to the parents yeah, yeah. to protect them, basically. Um, and that's just how it was, really. And I think with like lots of other music as well, I'm not too sure. I don't think that the artist has that much responsibility over what people take from their music, but that is, that could go two ways because obviously some people are really swayed. Some people think that like music is really for them and they have to listen to it. And I don't know. Yes. It's crazy. But mm. I'm okay. be okay. with that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you. You are listening you are, to Batman. You are listening to Batman. Hi, welcome to the Fat Mouth Podcast. I'm Yelsha. <laughs> I'm Mary. I'm Zico. Thank you for coming back, Zico. It's been hasn't even been that long since you was last here again. Like, yeah, two, three weeks. Thank you. For <laughs> me, I don't think you know have me back so soon, but I appreciate it. Well, <laughs> we're happy to have you back. Um, yeah. So this episode is about censorship. Um, Mary, do you want to get in because you were just looking at an article? So maybe let's start with that one. Oh, okay. So basically what it's, what the article says is that drill rappers are being targeted by police for inciting violence and taunting victims. So apparently um, the Met Violence Intervention Unit has applied for 100 criminal behaviour orders against offenders aged between 14 and 25. Um, Says police now have powers to vet lyrics and videos before they are posted on social media platforms. Um, So for instance, Digger D is the first musician to have an order controlling his output. He's, he's banned from rapping about rivals or specific attacks, um, although he can refer to violence in general. And I was like, okay. So basically the ban is basically saying that they shouldn't be self-snitching, but they can still promote violence. I didn't really get the whole, he can rap about violence in general, but he, can, he, he can't write about his rival gangs or you know, specific events whatever but you know i'm the thing is that i'm surprised even that um not surprised it makes sense but i'm surprised that like music can be used to kind of like self-snitch it makes sense but like i always thought that somebody could be like yeah but i'm just making it up but i guess maybe it's like if the events are too specific then i guess that makes sense but um my whole thing like i agree with you guys about censorship 
it is a bit strange that they're censoring certain types of music while other types of music aren't being censored. Like, for instance, you take, you know, rock music. Some Certain types of rock music promote self-harm. Um, yep. Certain type of rock music promote bestiality. Like, some people will say, like, like you know how Ozzy Osbourne... Um, I think that's not bestiality, but, like, Ozzy Osbourne ate a bat, right? I'm pretty sure he ate a bat. Uh, I heard about that. <laughs> no, he bit a bat's head off on stage. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Okay. So- yeah, and the, some like some certain type of music that it glorifies taking drugs. It's not just like yeah. lean and stuff like that, like taking cocaine and stuff. But no one censors that, I guess. But that's like creative freedom, though. Like you should be allowed to make music about basically anything you want to make music about. Yeah, okay, maybe that, okay, that would then make sense as to why this is that he can write about violence in general, Mm. but not, like, violence or specific events. So that makes sense in that sense, but I don't know, like, the, um, the specific kind of honing in on giving them, like, legal repercussions for making music about violence and stuff is a bit, I don't know, it's it's quite restrictive in terms of, yeah, it's, 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 I think it is quite over the top because why... I feel like the whole narrative is that drill music is promoting violence amongst young urban people, but I don't feel like music should really, like they shouldn't put music in that light because it's just music at the end of the day. Obviously the artists aren't always responsible. They're probably not very responsible, but then there's artists in other aspects, like in other areas that promote violence and like even like moshing music, I feel like that promotes violence, but no one is saying give them criminal orders so yeah, i think i don't get it because it's tailored not to black people i guess i mean i think like with the whole drill music thing i think the whole t- like idea that you can make music about crime i don't think that's their issue i think i don't think they want crime in any way but mm-hmm. i think what they were trying to say was that any type of music that he puts out or any type of music in drill has instructions so it's kind of like find this gang go for these people like do this, do do my order, do my bidding from a far away. That's the kind of thing. So they're like, I think that's the whole self snitching thing because t- giving up too too many details, too much information about a gang, which, but then like young children and youngsters taking it upon themselves to go and do it. But I mean, if they're gonna do it, they're gonna do it anyway. So mm. I, I don't know. Like it's a bit unfortunate that someone can go to prison for something that they've rapped about sometimes people chat shit as well in whatever they're rapping like, so people, like how do you determine exactly and then you yeah. want to kind of use What's that rubbish that doesn't yeah because you can just be like oh i stabbed this guy but <laughs> what'd you say you can only determine it after a crime has been committed not before maybe i think i'm i'm with it if it's like i'm a bit half and half i'm with it if it's like the person has rapped about it and it's happened and you can prove it. Yeah, one, yeah. That one is down to like the judge's discretion. But when it's like the person just made a song, it's just freedom of freedom of expression for me personally. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how you can police it. The time that they've spent writing that is time that they've taken <laughs> off the road. The time that they've spent True. thinking about the lyrics, going to the studio, paying, telling all of their friends to come, it's time that they're not doing what you lot are saying they're using that music to do kind of thing so it's a double-edged sword it's half and half i can see how yeah. they can tie the 
the link, but it's a bit of a lazy way to um, battle knife crime. I think it's lazy. It is. A, I think it is a lazy, and it's it's kind of like using it as an excuse to try and catch people and put them away. Yeah. Like, be yeah, like, oh, you basically, crime, you did that crime instead of actually putting the effort into actually discovering. Yeah, like who the perpetrator is. You're, you're literally just trying to get like harass people, basically. It's <laughs> arisen, yeah, because like yeah. that's that's what it just feels like. It feels like it's another attack on the black community because, as mm-hmm. you said, other music types and genres aren't getting attacked in the same way. And if it's all about evidence about what someone has done and, and a crime they've committed, there's plenty of other like avenues of music and even like film and poetry that describes crimes. But I don't see anyone else saying, oh, I'm going to use that as evidence for it. Like it just... Yeah. Is, I think, at, at one point I did think it was deliberate, but I don't think it's deliberate anymore. I just feel like they're not looking in their backyard to realise, oh, there's other art platforms and there's other displays of art that do the same thing. I feel like the current like surge of like knife crime, there's such an attention on it that it's like they're looking for something. And where they found that the music is mad explicit, because it's true, it is mad explicit, but Mm. where they've seen that, they've now tried to quickly tie that in with, okay, this is the reason, instead of looking at it as an outlet and thinking, Mm. hold on, violence in music has been a thing. They haven't actually thought about it. They've just quickly, lazily just tried to like tie it in together, which I just, I don't think it's right. Yeah. I do feel like it's kind of demon is you know I'm not trying to be the black person but like I feel like it is demonizing the black community though because it's like it's kind of the same thing when um like you know like the whole hip hop thing like when hip hop came out everybody was like oh my god it's going to result in people but people were just rapping about their lives not to say that drill is not super violent because I wouldn't listen to drill music it's not my vibe um but you know, them expressing themselves as to what happens on their day-to-day lives or things that they've done or been through, that's kind of, like you said, it's freedom of expression. It's just me speaking. If I'm talking about some guy getting juked up in the in my backyard, that's my experience and I'm speaking about my experience. I don't feel like I then need to get a police caution for discussing what happened in my neighbourhood. If you have a problem with it, invest in my area <laughs> like, i don't i don't understand <laughs> it's true so, i don't get it why are you censoring me listen to the so- the songs and then maybe do something about it like the whole thing it's like like you said they, they're just looking for like a scapegoat try to say oh because of the surgence of this music we're tying it to knife crime or gun crime or whatever crime out there instead of looking at you know the underlying issues like you said it's probably just part of it would be lazy policing they want the public to think like oh let's demonize this community even further and I'm, I just don't like that like you know I, I mean for me I do feel like you know drill rappers I would hope I, w- I wish they were more responsible with the things they said because I do feel like some people probably think that that lifestyle is cool mm. yeah. but then that is because okay my question is would you guys do you guys think that the artist has bears really any responsibility or is it just like there are certain markets for certain things and if you're not interested in a market just kind of mind your business like what do you guys think it's 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 literally a bit of both yeah it's half and half for me because it is down to the artist and how they put out something 
to determine what response they get from people that are looking down on them, like the government, whatnot. It's, it is down to the artist, how they put it out there. Because mm. even when we're talking about, let's say, rock, and how they put violence in their music, I feel like it's not, like the delivery isn't as vivid as drill music is. Mm. I feel like it's very like shouty and incoherent, even though it's violent and loud. I feel like drill music is very direct and explicit. So it's like I can understand why they would say that. I don't agree, you know. I feel like the music resonates with like different people. So maybe like you understand... Because there are words or things and phrases that we understand in drill music that you can actually piece together a story, it will come across as more graphic to you because you can kind of understand where it's coming from. But there are people that actually resonate with like rock music and stuff like that. And all those things, especially screen music, when you, it sounds incoherent to you, but they're literally deciphering each word and they're like, oh my God, okay, A to Z, this is what I need to do. And it's like, I think that the artist's, all artists, like as a creative, everyone has the responsibility to put something positive into the world. So kind of like you have to take an image. If you're doing fashion, you have to be sustainable. You have to be good to the environment. If you're doing music, you got to kind of make sure that the message you're putting out there is a, a positive one in some type of way. So in that way, they do have a responsibility. But I think if an artist has already started off as being like aggressive and like angry and something like that the image that is their image i don't think they have any responsibility to come and change it around because someone doesn't agree with the image that they have like if you don't like that go on to someone else because there's plenty of music out there exactly so that's what i think really which is why when it came around to like cardi b which was a whole different angle of it when people want to blame what their children see through cardi b cardi b is not that your child's parent (laughs) <laughs> you are like again. <laughs> she does not live in your house she does not turn on your radio you decide to do that if you want to be careless and like or if you want to allow your child to overhear music like that that is talking explicitly about sex that is your prerogative like cardi b can't say what are you doing sing them abc like, you know, what she <laughs> like she's not responsible for that so i don't know like it, it does go both ways but i think if that's the image that they put out there i'm not expecting a drill artist to come tell me about peace yeah, 100%. <laughs> I don't need that. Like, I'll go to someone that wants to sing about peace. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, I can. Comp- yeah, I completely agree with that as well. Were you going to say something, Zika? No, I thought you was going to say something. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> um, <Yeah>. No. Because <laughs> basically, yeah, that's that was my entire argument. Like, I... I so basically, the the discussion I had with somebody was that, like the artists, um, like Cardi B and whatever, because my okay, my my viewpoint on on this whole thing is that you can't be angry at artists like Cardi B because there is a market for what they're doing. So, for instance, the person was like pissed off that the um like the songs are good, like Cardi B songs are good, but in the videos they're quite like sexualized. And they were like, well, what if, like, I have a teenager, which is fair enough, like, oh, and then my teenager looks, obviously, oh, this is a hypothetical, and my teenager then stumbles across that thing. And I was just like, well, at the end of the day, your teenager may be doing more than watching a Cardi B video. They might be looking at porn. So Yeah, then pop-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't protect their eyes. Is, <laughs> or, like, 
I think like the point was, oh, what if they're watching like MTV and then a video like that comes up with people like basically flashing vagina? <laughs> I was just like, well, <laughs> that I, I don't like really know what to say. MTV would censor that though, wouldn't they? Like, I'm sure they would put. If it's daytime, they probably would. Like, even like majority of the song is not even the one that was heard on the way, the radio doesn't say wet ass pussy. It's like something else, no? Oh, oh no, wet and gushy. Like, wag. Yeah, that's <laughs> something like that. And I'm like. <laughs> No, I mean the, 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 the image. he's not saying about the um yeah I think it's the video so like you know for instance the the example was money I don't really remember what happens in the money video but like apparently like it was them being like strippers or something like that I can't I literally can't remember but I think she was wearing like underwear and stuff and mm. I said really you can't be mad at artists like Cardi B because all of this started from the 90s I would mm. say or the 80s because even with like for instance, people blame hypersexualization on black women a lot. But then I think to myself, think about back in like aerobics days when they're wearing the <laughs> tiniest leotards or whatever that thing is, the little thingy. Shaking their bones. <laughs> all it is, you guys were doing all of that. And like people complain about like, oh, rap music, hip hop music. But for instance, Call On Me was a big banger back in the days. Yeah, big banger. Do you guys remember that song? Call On Me, that one, that one. <laughs> But <laughs> you don't remember that song, Erin Pride. It was a banger. Uh, I'll play later. <laughs> but in that video, the women were basically performing like hip thrusts, and okay. the, they were doing up like almost like sexual moves in that. And me as a little kid, I was like, "Call me!" Like I was vibing <laughs> to that. Like, and you know, I'm not then gonna say Eric Pride. How dare you make that song? It would have been for my, for my mum to say, "Don't listen to that." Do you get? Like, so it's not for you to be like. The artist has a responsibility. The artist has a responsibility to make music for certain markets. If I'm making music for 25 or 21 plus women, I don't expect you as a 12-year-old or 13-year-old, for instance, you know, then saying to, to me like, oh, you should be aware of the 12-year-old. I'm not making music for her. So I don't, I'm not, I'm not thinking in my head that, oh, it's going to filter down. Obviously, like you can say, okay, cool. That eventually happens. But that isn't my intention to make music for that. For that, so I'm not really held responsible for your kids listening to that. Do you get? Do you get? And um, like, yeah, the whole thing's like I understand. Like, oh, you know, try to tone it down on the sex because you don't have to contribute to that market. But if for me that's what sells, then that's what I'm gonna do. Like, I don't. Yeah. It's capitalism. What about someone like Ariana Grande then? Because I mean, her. I think a lot of her. Um, fans like children teenagers like pre-pubescent um and then but like i guess ariana grande we i didn't grow up with ariana grande but she's in my age bracket so like when i was watching nickelodeon she was on nickelodeon now i'm out of nickelodeon she's also out of nickelodeon so for me i feel like we're in the same age bracket so when she makes music that is sexualized i'm okay with that because i'm like okay look we're moving with the same times they've got younger kids that have paid attention to her and are still paying attention to her because they were watching Nickelodeon like at 12 when she's already like 25. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, her new album okay. that she just come out with, which is like a full, was just basically about sex. I oh. like, I, I'm hearing, <laughs> I'm hearing like my little sister and she's singing along to it. And I'm like, but I don't like, she likes the song. And I'm like, if I go and tell her, like, don't sing that song because this is X, Y, and Z. I'm like, am I making it worse? Because currently she's singing about it, not knowing what she's singing about. But then, like, yeah. if I go and explain and like divulge the whole like everything that's going on in it, am I making it worse? And luckily for 
me, I guess, Ariana's video that she came out with for the music video wasn't sexual. So it was mm. kind of like, there's still a disconnect, but I'm not sure if the disconnect is good. Like, I feel like maybe if someone is singing about sex, maybe a child should be aware that this person is singing about sex so that they can decide whether... I don't know. It's very confusing for me. I don't know. Keep away. I understand what you mean, because obviously they're not... Even though she's singing the song, she's actually not exposed. Like, yeah. she's, there is no exposure there. So she's just there innocently, like, how we would probably be singing Milkshake or whatever back in the days. But, like, once she starts saying... Oh yeah, you realize that's about her sex. Yeah. Then she, the kid will <laughs> yes. be like, yeah, like then, then it's like that realization. So I don't know, you know, I don't know about that one. Ziga, do you think it's better to be aware of what you're singing about and like listening to, or do you think it's better to have that ignorance? Does that keep I'm happy your? I you said that because I was gonna say there was something I had in my like had in mind. I was thinking, do you know? I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like a lot of the. Um, hype or like the attention put on kids listening to stuff like this so let's say cardi b's daughter's age i understand the whole like premise of it oh don't expose it to the kids but if i'm being honest like for myself anyway i didn't understand none of this when i was younger like Mm. especially not too yeah i remember seeing something on instagram where it was like there was a guy that had his um little boy in the car. They were listening to drill music. There was the Instagram comments gunning for him. How can you let your child? Da, da, da. But I was looking at it thinking, the child's going to sing that song for like two days. Let him have his little moment with his son. He's going to sing that for two days and forget. He doesn't know what a lot of these things are. I feel like that's not an impressionable age. Impressionable ages are things like six. It depends what's impressionable to you. But I feel like a baby two three four this it's okay to play these kind of songs i understand why you wouldn't but i personally feel mm. like you're the, the person's not going to remember there's too much attention put on that i think what do you guys think do you agree yeah i actually agree with you i think for me maybe not six because i wouldn't want my kids swearing <laughs> not at oh, a young yeah. age yeah, yeah. Learning the words, isn't it? like learning yeah learning things like pussy can you imagine they go to now kindergarten pussy <laughs> I'll be mortified. <laughs> I'll be so embarrassed. I think that's what but, it is. I think it's the embarrassment. Like, the reflection yeah. that it has on the adult when the child starts... I don't think it's about what the child understands. I think it's about what they represent and what they say. So, yeah, if the yeah. child starts going into nursery and starts saying, <laughs> we're ass pussy or I'm going to shank you in your face, like, it looks really bad on you. Like, it's really embarrassing. It's like, shit, is this what you do? Same as, like, when little Johnny yeah. runs into the room, he says, fuck you. Like, it's rude. Like, does your child have no manners? And it doesn't mean that the it's child is going to grow up to be a bad child, but the child could grow up to adopt certain, like, aspects and certain and get heavily influenced by that type of thing. So, yeah, if you start... Mm-hmm. If you raise your child on listening to drill music because you might think, oh, you know, at two years old, you're not going to be bothered. But come five, come six, turns into 16. And if they're still listening to it and they're like, I'm going to dress like this. I want to start living like this. Like, this is what I want to do. I feel like I can, I feel like I'm a part of this world because I've listened to the music so long. Now I can go out there and be a part of it. So Mm. I don't know, it goes two ways. But if I think if music is what, is the deciding factor of what your child is like, then you had no part in the parenting, I don't think. Because yeah. how can you say that because a child spent its life listening to a bit of music, that determines its whole 
personalities, home, yeah. like morals. That doesn't make any sense because what was you doing as a parent? Exactly. Yeah, just, just letting them listen, just be free reign. That's it. How was that their Bible for youth? Like they're just <laughs> every day. Like, like, did you not tell them how to say please and thank you? Did you not tell them that they shouldn't talk to strangers? Like I don't understand. I mean, yeah, I definitely agree. But I feel like that's it's kind of an age old argument to be fair. Like censorship, I feel like it will come up again and again, even until like we're dead and long gone. Because well, it's like as like, <laughs> as things evolve. They stay the same because, like, for instance, Eminem would have been rapping about this censorship thing. Because I feel like we we grew up um, in that age, like the Eminem age, and it was always like, oh, don't blame me for your kids, you know, don't try and blame me for like your kids listening to my music. There's like parental advisory for a reason. So I do mm. feel like people need to take responsibility, and I think it is a thing that people just want to blame others for their own fuck ups. Like it's your fault that your child is listening to that. Now, when they get to teenagers. You know, I feel like you're less in control because you can raise your kid as well as you want mm. and then the kid goes out there and gets influenced by things that are completely out of your control. Yeah, you can you can try even hard, like be like, no, don't listen to that. And then the kid will sneak and do that anyway. So in that sense, I understand it. But like, like you said, as a child, like you're under the age of 13 years old, your parents have more control on you. This whole thing about giving your kids like their own iPads and there's too much accessibility for little children these days and it's concerning like you shouldn't be giving your child that much free reign and i feel like the the old the more like society progresses it's like oh yeah make sure that you're not smothering your kids by controlling how much screen time they have like when people when parents do that they're like oh no they're, they're doing too much but for me i probably will be a parent like that that makes sure that my children isn't just ex- they're not my children aren't exposed to just anything because I don't want problems, I don't want headache, and I'd like, <laughs> I'd like my kids to turn out well. Do you get so? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, in in terms of children, I have no no comment. But like, <laughs> I do. I'm aware of like. Do you know what? No, because like, even when I think round to like, say for example, when I was younger, I used to play a lot of GTA, and my brother and sister they used to like come in to watch like me play it. And I know that GTA is 18. I wasn't 18 when I was playing it. I've been playing it since I was like eight, nine. But I didn't look at, I didn't start saying, oh, I want to get a gun. I want to go do like, do all these crimes. Like, I was very understand. I had a lot of understanding that GTA was just a game. But like when my brother and sister used to come in and watch, like at really impressionable age, ages, like five and six, when I noticed that they were being a bit more aggressive, I'm boisterous as like mm. I don't want what they see on TV and what they see me playing to be an influence on them. So I had to I had to take it away from them. I had to be like, you guys can come back and watch it when you got when you got a bit more common sense, but not right now because <laughs> I can't drill that into you. So I mean sometimes if you start seeing someone go like a certain way, like from a young age, you you've got enough time to kind of like switch it around. But it doesn't mean that now that they don't play those games. Like they are playing shooting games, they are playing car games and it's just kind of like as long as you know you can't do that in the real world and it's just the yeah. game, then enjoy. I don't know. I think yeah, that's very true. Child as well. Yeah. You have to know what kind of child that you have. If you feel like your child can be more impressionable at a younger age, hmm. I feel like as a parent, you'd know, okay, I've got this son here, I've got this daughter here. This is what they're like, this is what they're like. You should be able to like know what to expose to each one and you should keep up with it accordingly kind of thing not every child needs to be like 
it with the same, what's the word I'm looking for? Textbook? Yeah, hit with the same bunch <laughs> or whatever you, you get. It. I feel okay, like yeah. Certain children are going to, you'll be able to know, he's not going to be able to play GTA. I know what he's like. He gets riled up. Then you can mm-hmm. give the, the game GTA to another boy and it's like he'll play it peacefully. Yeah. Three, four hours, he's bored. Keep it pushing. It's mm, literally yeah. depending on the child you have. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. It's kind of the same thing as like smacking in it. Like not yeah. one cure fits everybody kind of thing. Like you have to figure out what child to smack and what child not to smack. Awesome. Yeah, literally. Probably I wouldn't like smacking my kids, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another one. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, I agree with you both, man. Were you gonna say something, Yasha? No, I was gonna well, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say Oh, is there anything more on censorship, though? So we kind of covered, like, people going to prison for, well, using it as evidence, the influence on children, parenting. Is there anything more for, like, censorship? No, no, I don't have anything more to say on that, to be fair. Just people take responsibility for themselves and their kids. Yeah, take responsibility for yourself. What if they... What, another... I was gonna say, what oh, yeah, if they like? So you know, with like the music and like how they did put out the whole, you know, you can't talk about, you can't snitch on people, but you can talk about crime. If they came round and said, oh, we've got ten more minutes. If they came round and they said, um, you can't talk about crime whatsoever. You can't talk about, you can't sing about sex unless your music is played between nine p.m. and midnight. Like, if they started putting in these like really strong rules, what do you think would happen? Like, do you think that's going to create a better place, or is it just going to be the same thing? Technically, yes. Because then I say, I guess it's like when the kids are away, but then the problem is that we're living in like the internet age. Do you know what? Yeah, that's the problem actually, yeah. Because I feel like back in the day, it would help. Because I feel like when we were younger, didn't they have that kind of, this stuff come on at this time, like 10 o'clock or something? Um, But now, because yeah, like you said, tablets... Uh, phones, YouTube. all of the stuff that kids have, like yeah, YouTube, social media, even seeing like that you can see get porn on social media now, isn't it? Yeah, like, like Twitter, Snapchat and stuff. <laughs> yeah, Twitter, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like stuff like that. Yeah, like you can't funny. even, you can't even try to. I feel like it would literally be for in for parents individually to go in and like monitor what their kids are doing, mm-hmm. and then yeah. yeah. But even so, I feel like sometimes people discourage that as if it's like a bad thing. Yeah, I think I agree with you what you said about um, it being a lazy attempt at trying to sort out a problem. Like using that as evidence is very lazy. Yeah, very very lazy. Everyone just take responsibility for yourself. Take more of the initiative to actually be responsible for what you look at, what your children look at, and what you're blaming. I feel like in terms of like the draw thing that we're talking about. So like in, in relation to the Cardi B thing, we. We said that Cardi B's thing is it's not her fault. Mm. Everyone has to be responsible for their own children. But with the draw one, I feel like the government needs to look deeper because you guys will still have to tackle the issue of what's happening in the drill scene in terms of like gang culture and crime. Mm-hmm. You still have to tackle that regardless if the music is there or not. The music is just something that you can further used to demonize these kids knife crime it's a black youth thing 
look on top of that the music they're making is promoting it and goading them it's just it's to like inflate the issue you're not actually tackling it so mm. i feel like yeah the government should just be a bit more proactive and less lazy last question though like just like the touching wood i'm touching wood but say if you're in a situation where someone had done something to someone you know or maybe yourself and they made a whole song about it yeah. and it it literally listed from a to z exactly what went down yeah. Would you, in that circumstance, allow someone to be like an advocate of use this as evidence, or would you be like dig deeper? Because it is a confession. If it was actual, if you yeah. could sit there and say that, yeah, that's exactly how it went down. That is exactly what happened to me or someone I know. This is evidence, and you're like, please use this as evidence. And they're like, mm, no, there's a whole rule about how freedom of speech, rare, rare, rare. like the civil liberties. How would you yeah. respond to that? Because I, I feel like being a person on the other end of the stick where it's unrelated to us, but there are actually people that have family members and friends that have died. And they're died. bragging about it. And yeah, yeah, they're literally rapping and singing about it. And they're like, yeah, you yeah. can't catch me. Yeah, my gun's underneath my bed. And you're not allowed to do anything with that evidence. It's kind of crazy when you think of it like that. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, the, the whole thing about don't taunt, like, um, like family members or don't, um, like, deliberately make music that's like, kind of goading like let's say you're one gang and they'd be like yeah d set finger shit like oh i don't know what rapid they would do but like if you were doing things like that because that's genuine that's actually inciting violence that makes sense to me and what you said as well about don't taunt family members or or people that have passed away because that's fucked up and i feel like if you're an idiot enough to go ahead and rap about something like that you deserve to get caught like i don't care you're literally self-snitching so whatever you get from doing that, that's on you. Um, but like the whole thing about censoring them from speaking about violence or, you know, or just saying, you know, I'm riding around the block with like a Glock or some shit like that. Yeah. Then, then I don't really see, no, they, they shouldn't do that because that's, that's, you know, that's the art form. Eric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with you. But Zika, what do you think on that? I think uh, if it's my direct... I understand that even becomes a point I'm a draw listener so there even becomes a point where if it's too direct in every line or every couple lines it's like my, literally my face like this like I can't listen to this anymore it's like I need to hear something a bit more generic like you're not telling me which area this this that every mm. single line so with it being a bit generic it shouldn't be policed I feel like it's okay to police it if you feel like there's crimes being tied to the times that these music videos are being released and whatnot. But I feel like if it's just generic, leave it. Expression art. Yeah. I mean, if I was a lawyer, I'd be like, yeah, it didn't really happen. Unless it's like, I stabbed him two in the chest and then the police is like, there's yeah. two in the chest in the guy. Then it'd be like, okay, fine. But there was a situation like that in America. Like, I think there's... Bobby Shredder. It wasn't no, I think Takashi Six Nine or whatever, and then there was another guy as well. I think there was one yeah. that did like a robbery in like a, I don't know what they're called in sweet shops, but in America they have an American name to it, and like they he shot the person, and then they found out that he made a song about shooting the person in the shop, and they're like, oh, you know, two and two together, it was this guy. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then the Takashi Six Nine one, he was rapping about a gang, but he was like, mm, "I'm not actually in the gang. Like, I am just a put. My rap self is a persona. persona yeah. So mm. what I rap about is all kind of fictional. I'm yeah. not in the gang. I may know some people in the gang, but literally 
we're not tied like that my music is not an exact replica or representation of what they do and i don't know i feel like that is and a good enough argument mm, i don't know i don't really care about him but maybe <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure there no, are still got him yeah i'm yeah. sure there are crimes that he has actually committed but i feel like if mm. i heard that in the court i'd be like mm, I hate it's a good argument yeah, yeah. <laughs> like because it's, it's like what time at what point do you blur the lines between like you said like fiction and storytelling mm. to me actually going out and killing somebody because I could, I could be like, it was a dream and I wanted to write about it. Like, you, you don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was a dream. <laughs> <laughs> a prophecy. Oh, man. Guys, um, I've got something to say quickly. Go on, go on. This was a bit unrelated, though. There was, there's a, it's kind of like a topic. There was mm-hmm. something on Twitter that happened, I think it was like two, two, three days ago, where there was a situation where a woman, she cheated on her husband of 17 years and I saw, saw it yeah I did yeah. I didn't see that what happened yeah. <laughs> I read the whole thing you know but go on now, go on go on what do you guys think about that there were so many things wait what happened alright cool so a woman cheated on her husband of 17 years with the next man but this man that and she, they've got two kids but this man that she's with is abusing her I can't remember how long after, mm. but he's abusing her. Then she's come back to my man, her ex-husband, and is basically asking for help. And But there's a, like a four pages of like screenshots. And she's kind of like, it's like a back and forth. He's not really with it. She's kind of like playing on his manhood. You're not a real man. I loved you. I wanted to work it out. You threw it away kind of thing. I'm the mother of your kids. He was like, you hurt me. Do you get it? It was like a back and forth thing. And... It was like everyone was talking about their standpoint on it. Should he have gone back to help her? It's abuse. He's he's the mother of the, she's the mother of his kids. Then other people are like, no, nah, that's her loss. What do you think? Hey guys, thank you for listening to this week's episode. Join us next week and we'll continue on with the dilemma. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>